TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. <laughs> in my <laughs> that's what happens next week they go to new york yeah but they're preparing this week because they have nothing ready and they're going to new york tomorrow <laughs> yeah so this is season two episode 21 funeral uh for the record i sobbed like you can look my eyes are still puffy and red. Like, this episode got Courtney. Like I couldn't believe that out of every episode, the one that like made you emotional was like the Sue Redemption episode. Yeah. Look, I have a deep personal connection. Yeah. <laughs> um anyways, yeah. So this episode mm-hmm. they're about to go to Nationals. Jesse St. James has been hired as their new coach for something. He's like a consultant. Yeah, he's a show choir consultant in Lima, Ohio. <laughs> Sick. Um, yeah. So he is now working with New Directions so they can beat Vocal Adrenaline in Nationals. He And also has- everyone else in Nationals. That's like a lot of people. Yeah, but mostly vocal adrenaline. Um, So he has them the brilliant idea of, you know, we need to figure out who the best performer is and build the entire club around them because that's what vocal adrenaline does. And Will goes along with it for some reason, and then they say they're going to hold auditions to see who's the best in the Glee Club, even though Jesse outright is like, it's Rachel. Yeah. Meanwhile, Becky comes to Will and asks if she can be on the Glee Club. Becky's mom is also with her because Sue fired her from the Cheerios. And she just wants to belong and she's very sad. And Will's... (laughs) Mr. Shoe's like, no. (laughs) Mr. Shoe's like, no, but with like a heart at the end. Yeah, very that. Can I just be on the Glee Club? And he's like, well, we're going to Nationals, and then we're going to be done for the year. But you can try out next year. It's just not a... You just don't fit in right now. He literally says you don't fit in right now. Yeah, he says we don't have a place for you right now. Yeah. Which is, like, really not nice. (laughs) After she just said that she doesn't feel like she belongs at this school. Yeah, and it's it's bad. And lets lets him talk this way to them. Well, see, and then it smash cuts from Will saying this to Becky. It smash cuts to him yelling at Sue, being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why did you kick off Becky? And it's like, 
you just did the exact same thing, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes screaming at Sue for kicking Becky off the Cheerios, and Sue's like, well, my sister died, and she reminds me of my sister. And then Will feels bad. <laughs> um, and so Will, I guess, tells the Glee Club that, or somehow that everyone found out that Sue's sister died. Um, and Kurt and Finn bring Sue some flowers to say, sorry for your loss. And they're like, we both know what it's like to lose somebody. Um, so they're relating to her. And they ask if they can do anything to help. And first she says something like, "Bring you can bring my sister back to me or something like that. And then she tells them that she's not going to throw, she's not going to do a funeral. She's not going to clean out her apartment. She doesn't want anything to do with anything anymore. And that makes them sad. And so Finn goes to the Glee Club. Oh, this is also after Rachel told Finn to man up and, like, take control. Um, so Finn well, goes to the Glee Rachel Club. Rachel was like, Finn, why aren't you auditioning to be the star of Glee Club? And it's like, Rachel, I get that you, like, love the guy or whatever. But, like, are you, like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, you, yeah. like, especially someone like Rachel who is, like very in tune with what is and is not talent she's like Finn why aren't you trying out to be the lead it's like because he would never in a million years win and he knows that and that's fine it's not saying that he's bad it's not that he's not being a leader it's that he's being realistic he's not the best singer in the club yeah a good leader would recognize that they're not the best so maybe they put their best singer forward yeah but so yeah so Finn off the heels of Rachel telling him to man up decides to man up and makes the Glee Club uh, help Sue, basically. And so Kurt and Finn go to Sue's sister's nursing home to clean out her room. And they're, like, sorting stuff into boxes. And Sue just kind of is, like, throw it all away. I don't want any of it. And um, the key figure here is the, the v VHS tape of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. Remember that. <laughs> File it away. Um, Chekhov's Willy Wonka VCR. <laughs> Check Chekhov's Willy Wonka. Um, so Finn and Kurt feel bad still, and oh, meanwhile, Sue at the beginning of the episode with Terry and Howard Bamboo, aka Panda Express. It's so racist. <laughs> They reroute the Glee Club kids' planes tickets to Libya. Mm -hmm. Which they could have just rerouted them to, like, South Carolina. <laughs> it would have been just as effective. Yeah, it would have had the same effect. Also, I think they would know if they were going to Libya. Yeah, like, okay, they would, like, say it, like, on their plane tickets. Yeah, they would, would have, have to, to be on that like, plane. Yeah. Now boarding American Airlines Flight 217. It's to not like they hijacked the mainframe of an airplane and changed its course direction from New York City to Libya. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, so. So, <laughs> so, Sue did that at the beginning of the episode. So then, um. I guess maybe the point is that she was just gonna make it so that they essentially don't have plane tickets anymore. Like, because if they look down, they're like, Libya, but then, like, they don't give refunds or whatever, then I guess they can't go, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. stupid. Stupid. So, 
Sue basically tells Kurt and Finn that the only reason she wanted the Glee Club to help was because maybe then the funeral would look full because she didn't think that Jean had many friends. And then Sue shows up the funeral. Will is waiting for her. They walk in together and it's a full house. It's Jean's friends, caregivers, people at the nursing home, everyone's families, all the Glee Club kids are there. Like it's a, they all came to see Jean. The kicker is that Kurt and Finn, since Willy Wonka is Jean's favorite movie, they decorated her cat her her casket I, they didn't decorate her casket it's just like all the areas it like it's like everything in front of the casket and like on the sides of the casket you, you know like, where flowers flowers would usually be instead it is like the candy mushrooms and chocolate fountains it's a lot of mushrooms yeah <laughs> it looks more alice in wonderland than willy wonka to be yeah, fair yeah but my favorite part was that <laughs> Right next to the head of the coffin is a chocolate fountain that is turned on. Yeah. It is an actively bubbling chocolate fountain right by the dead body. <laughs> like, I couldn't take it. And it was, that was, like, a step too far for me. I was like, whoa. Hey, guys. <laughs> That's, like, disrespectful to eat and kind of gross to eat it's that gross. <laughs> like, what are people going to go dip strawberries in the chocolate fountain right next to the head of the dead body? Yeah. As I, like, mean, so I, I mean, come on. I mean, it wasn't an open casket, but still. Say, if it was an open casket, it may be a different story. Oh my um, god. Yeah, so they do this for Sue, and Sue's really appreciative, and then she goes up to say a few words, and she can't do it, and so Will goes up to her and reads her, like, speech out loud for her, and that's when I started crying. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it was really well written. Yeah. And then... The kids get up and they sing um, Pure, Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, also, um, Mr. Shu, uh, he uh, he says, like, in Sue's speech, he's like, the speech says no regrets. And Mr. Shu says, no regrets. <laughs> like, we, we both were, were like, wait, did he just say regrets? <laughs> Like, I was sitting here silently crying, like, kind of, like, not really paying attention, and I heard wigwets, and I I turned to, like, the computer, like, you, I was looking at you, and then I was like, did he just say wigwets? And then you also said, did he just say wigwets? And we were like, okay. We're not God. crazy. We both heard it. <laughs> no wigwets. <laughs> but I'm, like, sobbing, and then I start laughing. <laughs> yeah confusing oh yeah, my no, god no regrets no regrets and then yeah they sing pure imagination it's like basically just kurt and tina i think yeah it's like really they sing the lines um well we didn't talk about everybody's auditions oh yeah so before this um they do the auditions santana sings back to black very well it was very good mm -hmm. i loved it uh, Kurt sang a song from Gypsy. He sang Some People. Some People. Um, and then Mercedes sang a song. She sang Try a Little Tenderness. Try a Little Tenderness. 
and she riffed her face off and it was brilliant and they should have hired her on the spot. Um, and then Rachel sang, uh, funny girl. She like, sang my man from the movie version of funny girl. Yeah. And can I also say Rachel says that she's going to sing the hardest song she's ever had to sing. Make, I mean, my man is in that arrangement is difficult. I'll give her that. It is by no means the hardest song she has sung on this show. I can sing my man. That's within my range. <laughs> I have done it. I did it for an audition once. Like I, I would say "Don't Rain on My Parade" is more difficult just from that musical. Uh, I guess they're both they're both hard in similar ways, but they're they're definitely not the hardest songs that Rachel has sung on this show. No. Um, just speaking from experience, like "Take Me or Leave Me" is a harder song to sing than "My Man." Yeah. Again, speaking from experience, that song's way harder for me to sing. Especially when you're both Maureen. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> I noted this while we were watching it, where I was like, Rachel's a, it's a beautiful song. She sings it beautifully. She, she sounds does, amazing. She sounds amazing. She does a wonderful job. The way she moves her mouth with her big fish lips. It does make it, her look kind of duck-esque. Yeah. She looks a little like upset <laughs> like yeah her mouth is so square <laughs> <laughs> she has like a square mouth <sighs> yeah so the thing is all four of these auditions were like incredible yeah in different ways and what i said and what absolutely should have been the takeaway from this is that uh new directions has like four aces in the hole like they are they are have stacked talent and why they're saying let's only show off a quarter of that staggering talent makes no sense to me just have all four of them sing a song together like it would be so perfect and they don't do this until like mid late season three but the four of them do sing how will i know by whitney houston together and guess what it sounds fucking incredible because there are four incredible voices that are all like an edge over their competition i don't know why they would water down their performances by only having one of them sing at a time like i just think that's the obvious answer here and that's not what they end up doing <laughs> yeah it's it is strange like, we've seen various combinations of all four of them singing together, and all of them are great. Like, think about how great it was when they did River Deep Mountain High, Mercedes Santana, and how great it was when Kurt and Rachel did Happy Days, you know? Like, both of those were fantastic. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you try and capture that for competition? Like, no one else is going to be doing that. No one else has a countertenor, um, a, like, strict Broadway girl, an Amy Winehouse and an Aretha Franklin. No one has all four of those on the same team. That's your advantage. That's so obviously what they should be doing. Yeah, I feel like Mr. Shu always blames the kids for losing, but he's the one who arranged them in a shitty way. Yeah, <laughs> and he's their choreographer. Like, he's... <sighs> the thing is, he gets all the credit when they succeed, and then when they do bad, it's always the kids' fault. And it's like... It's everybody's fault. It's a lack of leadership on his part. And also, he makes bad, you know, milk toast decisions. And yeah. then is like, guys, we just didn't try hard enough. And it's like, you didn't try hard enough. If you actually thought strategically about these competitions, you guys would do way better. Like, if they went to nationals and did 
and like opened with River Deep Mountain High or like vice versa and then went into Happy Days, they would have fucking won. Like, <laughs> I don't know what is so confusing. Like, both of those numbers are 500 times better than what they end up doing at Nationals. And yeah. I don't even dislike the stuff that they do at Nationals, but it's not good enough to win a National title. And, like, it's just... It's this, like, hokey idealism that Mr. Shu has when it comes to planning out these numbers. And it's, like, this is this is actual work for people. <laughs> like, this is... This is something to be taken a little more seriously, but whatever. I'm not the coach of the New Directions. Yeah. Yeah, so after the funeral... <laughs> after the fucking funeral... Oh my god. Finn is in the parking lot waiting for Quinn. Quinn jumps in his truck. They're about to drive off into the sunset. Quinn says how proud she is of Finn for doing all of this. And then... <laughs> Finn has the audacity, again, the audacity to say that he's breaking up with her. She's like, why are you crying? And he's like, because I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> yeah. This is legitimately, like, one of the most disrespectful things Finn has ever done. And, like, that's a long list. This is, like, at the top of the list for me, is how he treats Quinn in this scene. Yeah, and she he's like, you never feel anything anymore. Which, she, she was crying at the funeral, sitting next to him, holding his hand. And then, and then she's like, am I feeling enough for you now? And she gets out of the car to leave, and he's like, no way, I still love you. And she's like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> he says a Finn. lot of very harsh things about her, and he's like, you never feel anything and I thought that this would be a good idea and we could right the wrongs of last year but that was like a dumb decision on my part because you're so different and I'm like absolutely everything that he is criticizing her for is a symptom of depression and I'm just like mm, mm. as someone who's been dropped by people over symptoms of unchecked depression I don't yeah. love to see it <laughs> like she so clearly has undiagnosed postpartum depression and nobody is willing to help her and it drives me crazy. Like, she is, like, textbook. Yeah. And it's so unfortunate. Everybody just yells at her and rags on her when what she clearly needs is help. She needs therapy really badly. And, like, nobody is doing that for her. No yeah. one's willing to even be her friend. Like, no one's nice to her. Her boyfriend sucks. She doesn't really have a friend. Her mom seems to just want to act like nothing ever happened. Like, yeah. she has nobody, Mr. Shoe sucks. Like, he's not going to help her in any way. He didn't help her when she was pregnant. Yeah. The guidance counselor is a joke. Yeah. Like, no one's helping her. And I feel so bad. Yeah. I am a Quinn apologist. We both are. Toothless is a Faberi stand. Good. Mama raised him right. <laughs> are you baby June? one of these days i'm gonna be mama rose for halloween and he's gonna be baby june oh my gosh yeah you are i'm gonna get you a little curly wig yes you are Mwah. so <laughs> after the funeral after quinn or after finn is a dick to quinn um we're back at the school and they're trying to make a decision about who wins the solo and rachel and jesse meet in the auditorium because 
well, after all the auditions, Mr. Sue's like, I'll tell you guys Friday. I guess the funeral happened on a Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. So they're about to post the list, but Jesse and Rachel meet in the auditorium and Jesse's like, it's going to be you. I made sure of it. And then he's like, I'm trying to right some wrongs. And I just love, I still love you. And then he kisses her. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Elisa's like, prepare to groan. And then Finn shows up in the top of the stairs of the auditorium, much like Jesse did last episode. And as they're kissing, it slow-mo pans up to him and then his hand pulling like a lily out from behind his back. Like a like, single flower. <laughs> single like limp flower. It's so stupid. I'm as sorry. Watches, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. As he watches Jesse and Rachel hold hands and walk away to the list. I have a logistical question about how nobody ever hears those fucking doors open. Because if right? I remember correctly, auditorium doors are the loudest so doors loud. in the world. They go, clink, clink, clink. Yeah. Um, no, that's always, a very good point. <laughs> in the auditorium. <laughs> yeah, so they go to check the list, and Rachel's like immediately, like, sorry guys, because you'll just have to try harder next year. Maybe if Jesse calls Mercedes lazy like three times in this episode, and it yeah, feels it's, it's so not cool. in very good taste. It feels racist and fat phobic. <laughs> There's, like, a plot that's, like, an arc at the start of season three where Mr. Shu, like, calls Mercedes lazy and, like, she's portrayed as, like, not working hard enough. And it drives me insane every time I see it. It, it <sighs> genuinely makes me so mad. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it just says, the their list isn't up, though. And it just says Glee Club meeting. Urgent Glee Club meeting at, like, 3.30. And it's, like, didn't you guys meet every day? <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Shoes says that Jesse's methods are not right for them and that they do best when they all work together in group numbers because when they're being competitive with each other, they don't work well. Something like that. And it's what it is. (laughs) And then Jesse, like, I don't know, gets mad. The, The point to me, though, is Mr. Shu then picks up rhyming dictionaries and says, now, come on, guys. I want two good songs by the time we land in JFK. Mm-hmm. They are doing original songs and mm-hmm. they haven't written a single st- stanza, bar, line, note. Word. Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He wants these 14, 15, 16-year-old children to write two good original songs in like 24 it, hours give it to a band practice with the band and yeah, they then, have to like arrange it after they write it and then they have to choreograph it like it just it's he like gets upset he's like why didn't we go further at nationals it's like why do you think ah maybe if you had a set list i don't know four months ago so that you could when rehearse you want- it and actually get good at it like any normal group would do. Oh my god. I just, it, it made my brain hurt. And I'm like, you want a good song by the time they land in JFK? You're in Ohio. That's like two hours. Yeah, that's not exactly a long flight. It's not a long plane ride. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn, Will. 
have a have a better sense of like how things work. Yeah. We didn't talk about yet this episode. What? We kind of glossed over the Emma helping Will oh, pack. I just thing. don't care. I don't care. Yeah, so Emma and Will are at Will's house and he's like packing and like getting rid of stuff because I guess he's moving to New York to do Ray- April's show. So but he's like, like <sighs> apparently rehearsals start shortly after nationals and then they open three weeks from then, which for starters is batshit insane. Um, so I think the plan is that after they go there for nationals, he's just going to stay there while he does this. And Will's thinking is that like, he'll be back by the start of the school year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Emma's like, no, you're going to end up staying there. As if yeah. April Rogue's show in any universe could be a hit and make a career for him. Yeah, like, Emma's acting like this is the next 12-time Tony winner musical. <laughs> like, it's, it, it, it's... She's acting like it's going to be a phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, and it's, but it's, it'll maybe perform for a night and then close. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just batshit. So she's like packing all of his vests. Yeah, sure. I had an email. <laughs> she's packing all of his vests and she's like Marie Kondoing his vest and being like, well, what about this one? And he's like, this that's the vest I wore the first time I went, I went into Glee Club. Two foot seven. Stop. 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 Sorry. He's licking his stitches. Um, no, toothless. Stop. I'm going to put the strawberry on you. Do it. Okay. I will. Um, we're almost done. So they're, they're packing the vest and she holds up another one and she's like, well, what about this one? And he's like, that's the vest I wore the first time I met you or something. Yeah. And she she says, well, we have to let things go. And she puts it. Yeah, in like, she like puts it in the like throwaway box. And I'm like, okay, that's a clear signal that she's not into you. Yeah. Which Will kind of gets. He gets it. Oh my god, this is the same episode that Sue's sister died. God damn. Yeah. They really packed stuff in. So then later, after so after Will had helped the Glee Club, Sue basically is like, I'm no longer gonna go after the Glee Club. You guys are safe now. Good luck. Um, and then Terry Well, she says also that I need to time to focus because I'm running for the US House of Representatives sure yeah and then she also mentions that will that be relevant she changed the flights to libya and then terry's like uh jk i fixed it and she gives will all these tickets and it's like i called the president of american airlines and told them i got monkey pox in one of their bathrooms or something and yeah and he- i was like that would never work you know how i know <laughs> Ask me what year it is. <laughs> um, so, lights are fixed. And as, like, they hug and they're like, Terry's moving to Miami to be a manager of Sheets and Things? Just, like, yeah. a different store of Sheets and Things. Yeah. It's not like she's going to be, like, a regional manager. She's, like, going to be a manager of a Sheets and Things. Yeah. Sure. And so 
they hug and walk away and then emma sees them and will goes over to emma and she's wearing the vest oh god it's so ugly and it, it is an ugly vest but she's wearing it she's wearing the vest and she's like good luck on broadway or whatever and <laughs> she's throwing toys at toothless and it's weird it's creepy and then they fly to new york and have to write their own music oh, i'm just so stressed thinking about this it makes my brain hurt that's not how anything works yeah mm. well sister you're a bad teacher mm-hmm. he's bad yeah he's bad also finn like tries to be nice to quinn in the choir room and she's like well i've got something planned for new york and she says it all like menacingly and he's like what do you have planned and he, she just goes you'll see and then she walks away and um i i want to use that gif with you so often courtney of her saying you'll see because every time i like tease something glee related to you i need you to know that that's what i'm doing in my yeah. head is i'm doing quinn going you'll see <laughs> but also yeah. she doesn't do anything <laughs> it's never addressed again sick can't wait to see that not play out yeah glee what was your favorite song oh shit um (laughs) there's so many good ones kurt was really good mercedes is really good santana was also good yeah i don't know i'm i think i might say pure imagination just because i like that song a lot Mm, interesting there's a weird context for it to be sung in yeah probably kurt or rachel was my favorite um i really like leah michelle's performance of my man and um in videos where she's like singing it live it's like even more impressive so uh she's a crazy lady but she can sing can't deny it (laughs) aren't they all but yeah I guess those are my favorite. But they were all really good. Yeah. Uh, predictions yeah. for the season finale? Um, I think Finn and Rachel are going to get back together. Okay. I don't I don't think they're going to win. Mm-hmm. What gave that away? How am I yelling about it? Yeah. Um, maybe the fact that they haven't written a song yet and mm-hmm. nationals are tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Might have something to do with it. Um, I don't think Will is going to move to New York. Okay. Um, and I think he and Emma are going to get together. Okay. Or he's going to Anything else for any other characters? Or I I think Santana and Brittany might kiss. Hmm. There was no Blaine in this episode. No, is he, he's not going to be at Nationals, is he? Will he be at Nationals? No. Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> I don't like the way they said that. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> okay. Probably. I don't know. I guess technically they all have school. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen this finale. I remember really liking this episode. We'll see how much it holds up. Okay. And then we have to, like, do, like, end of season stuff. We gotta, like, talk about the season as a whole. Wow. 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 Oh my gosh. I have to talk about the whole season? 
You look like the 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not I don't good. think it's my best impression, but what did you think of my Jennifer Coolidge there? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of mine? Because I know mine wasn't good. <laughs> We're both just doing our best on that one. <laughs> I can do a good Skeletor impression, and that's about it. Oh, my Mario's pretty good, too. Yeah, your Mario's good. Ooh, yippee! <laughs> I'm looking back at the notes that we put in. Um, They're not the, really the notes so much as me writing lactating with rage. <laughs> Quotes then, that we can't forget. Courtney wrote, I am lactating with rage. And then 20 minutes later, she wrote, there's a chocolate fountain next to the body. And then I wrote, regrets. <laughs> Regrets. And then I wrote, you ever heard of menopause? <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, because Sue apologizes to Becky. And says, yeah, Becky, she names off. Becky Captain the Cheerios. This is so cute. Ugh, I cried then Becky. too. It made me cry. I cried so much. I don't like the cartoonification of Becky that later takes place, but she's still fun. So... Not to, like, compare this to a Hannah Montana episode that came out literally <laughs> months before this happened, but in the context of our time, we had just recorded the diabetes episode of Hannah Montana. Yes. And I will say that Glee does a better job handling Down syndrome than Hannah Montana did handling diabetes. <laughs> no, that's legitimate. That's that's true. Which is impressive. You would think yeah. it would be the other way around, but no. <laughs> no. Glee, Glee did it better. Glee, I mean, they're very different diseases, but Glee did it a lot better. Well, Down syndrome isn't a disease, first of all. Well, yes. You know what I mean? They're different conditions. Yeah. Different medical things. Yes. I watched Grey's Anatomy for too long. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> What else is there to say? I mean, we got a finale to get to. Yeah, I don't know if I have much else to say. Well? This is kind of a nothing episode. I mean, I was surprised. There was, more happens in it than I remembered. Because um, I sort of, when I would rewatch Glee just, like, for fun, not doing, like, a coordinated rewatch, I would, like, skip around on season two. Um, and I, like, never picked this one to now you might watching. Although the music's really good. But yeah, I can just not, listen to I've, that. It's better than other filler episodes. Yeah. It's better than, um like, the Justin Bieber one. Oh, God. Anything's better than that one. Yeah. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. We... Yeah, all right. Let's wrap it up. All right. All right. We gotta wrap this up. We gotta we got go to New York next week. New York. I'm, I'm there. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> I have the giggles. Yeah. I have to go. Um, future us, take it away. So true, bestie. I'm doing it. Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, 
or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at MarieSile. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. <laughs>